When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Rhodes and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. It is a Williams and Bloom Wednesday here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Of course, you can now watch on YouTube as well. Just go to YouTube and search Cyclone Fanatic TV. It'll pop right up. All of our great podcasts are going to be on the YouTube. From now on, we are, of course, fueled by Cody Road and presented by MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. Uh, fired up for game week as uh, Williams and Bloom Wednesday for our first Wednesday show during game week. I hope you guys like it. We're, we're going to do more of a deep dive on the upcoming opponents and all that stuff to help get you prepped. We couldn't do anything without our friends at MacDyne. They are the only reason we are here. Actually, it was their great CEO's idea to even start this podcast in the first place. And we've run with it. And it's been a tremendous success, so much so that we're going two days a week. So thank our friends at MacDyne. Check them out at MacDyne.com. M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. I also want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. You can check them out at GravitateCoworking.com. And it, it's been actually cool to see that kind of roll. People are... I think a little bit after COVID wanting to be back around people more. Right. Um, and maybe you didn't, maybe you don't have an office and you did four years ago. Gravitate coworking is a really good option for you. Uh, potentially uh, your, your company, if you own a company, uh, get them around other people. Uh, productivity increases gravitate coworking.com. Last but certainly not least, I want to thank our friends from the Iowa State University Foundation. They've been a longtime sponsor of Cyclone Fanatic, and they do. I actually got a little deal in the mail last night, and it, it was cool because I shout out to the band. I'm a huge band guy. We all know this, and every year for the Forever True Day, uh, we make a donation to the Iowa State University marching band. And I got a little thank you note in the mail yesterday, which I thought was really cool. So shout out to the band. Uh, the, they're, they're getting prepped for their big debut on Saturday. I want you to go to movewhatmatters.com and be a well-rounded cyclone. Uh, make a donation to an area of campus that matters to you. Do that at movewhatmatters.com. I'll bring in Brent Bloom right now as we are going to break down Iowa State and Northern Iowa Cyclones and the Panthers, baby. It'll, not the same without Gary Rima uh, on the call for Northern Iowa. 
I know you've been doing a deep dive. I've been doing the same. I've been studying Northern Iowa for about two hours now here this morning, and we could probably overanalyze this game for the next three hours. How are you? My uh, oh, by the way, I'm drinking this We Will coffee. It's fantastic. Yeah. Thank what you. Do you think? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's really uh, good. It's, I'll have so for for those of you who may want to sample, uh, we'll be in the RV village. I'll have a, a couple of cases of these bad boys. So stop over, look for the We Will tent, say hello. Um, no, I'm good. Coffee's going down smooth. It's game week. Man, it felt good to just dive into some numbers for you and I. Like it felt it felt really good. I'm ready to go. We got football on tomorrow night. We're prepping. We we'll be in the the RV lots. Uh, our guy Jeff Wood's going to be in the RV village as well. By the way. Oh really? Okay. Can we learn more about gravitate? Uh, this could be a who's who in that in that area. So ready to go, man. I'm fired up. That's great. I'm I too am looking forward to camping a couple nights in the. I think it's one of the best things Iowa State's ever done. Uh, we got invited to a. I felt like like we're officially in the fraternity. We got invited to the Facebook group for the RV Village folks. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I belong now. Now I uh, I still don't know how to. It it you know I was hammering uh, the the sirens the other day and the the RV village is just so uniquely Iowa State that's what I love about it it's like it is such a cool and unique thing and you walk around there on Friday nights and it's just it's really special so it's gonna be great really pumped oh. up about it but also oh. just ready for football C Dubs let's go let's figure yeah. it out well okay let's start I got some notes here on. Farley's press conference, talked to a couple of you and I people trying to see where their mind is at. They love the quarterback. You mentioned this on, on Sunday's podcast in many people's minds. You're right. This is the best quarterback in the state of Iowa, Theo day, um, Michigan and, state uh, transfer. So he Michigan has played state. power. He was, football. what was he the most, he was like offensive player in the year in FCS last year, I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you look at them. It's not, it's not the you and I, that I think we all think of first and foremost with them. They were excellent on offense, specifically passing game. Normally you think Chris, you and I, you know, David Johnson or yeah. that, what was that? That Mackle McElvain young guy who just ran around and made a bunch of plays. They are pretty straight up. They're going to throw it and they're going to throw it a lot, which is different because Theo can day can throw it. They threw for over 285 yards per game last year, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. the most they have in a long, long time. Um, but on the flip side, not as not as good last year defensively against the run. And that's usually what been the calling card. So I think this is interesting. It's kind of strength versus strength, weakness versus weakness in yeah. regards to Iowa State's strength is that secondary. You and I strength is the passing game. Iowa State's weakness right now, I think, is safely the offensive line until we get proven otherwise. But you and I does not have a vast amount of experience or size up front defensively, and they weren't great against the run last year. Yeah, that was the one thing that stood out to me when I was looking at their depth chart is the size advantage that Iowa State's going to have up front. Now, what does that mean? I don't exactly know, but it's going to be significant. This feels – there are a lot of times where Iowa State would field a line, and it was very similar – to Northern Iowa's and like, as far as just sheer bulk and strength, you know, there's more to it again, clear advantage for the Cyclones this year. Yeah. And then I would say it's one of the bigger offensive lines in the big 12. And that, that comes with, with experience. And I think they're second. In fact, somebody ran the numbers that I would say would have like the eighth largest offensive line in the NFL, um, which is kind of surprising, but 
you know, the guy that hasn't really played much, uh, but will start, uh, is is Neil James Neal. Yeah, he came in as a JUCO, was fairly highly regarded, but was took a while to to kind of get up to speed. And he's been he's been good in fall camp. So excited to see him. I mean, Hufford is locked in. Miller's locked in. And it's interesting that that Simmons may or may not start, which is uh, that was the one that stood yeah. out to me too. Daryl Simmons, we all thought was an NFL guy a few years ago, and now has kind of fallen. Um, the, I mean, it's, if you take any faith in this depth chart that Campbell puts out, which I don't put much into it, but he's not starting it, it, according to the depth chart. Right. Jared Huff is the listed starter. Um, I, you know, what I kind of like about the line too is just in the, it's just there's different guys, you know. Like we, there's names that we know, there's guys that we've seen, and those are all your, you know, seniors and stuff, which I like. But I, I like the fact that, you know, it's just a little bit different, and you can. Yeah, it's not the same characters. Point being, um, somebody told me this, and and it's like when you get a new position coach, there's no you know, predetermined opinions. Like I, it, it, there's no, and, and you can tell when you look at this depth chart that Ryan Clinton went into this thing with an open mind. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of new, even the starting center's new. Um, Neil is starting. Yeah. Hufford's been moved around a little bit. Miller switched tackle spots. Um, Triver maybe tried at a guard now. And then uh, our guy Funto. Funto's in the 2D. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool story about him and from uh, from victory day. That was neat. Helped out yeah. a young guy and, and made the news, but no, I, it's nice to see some new faces. And you know, obviously, it's got the size, but let's see it. And you know, if you look at uh, Northern Iowa, the they are at a size disadvantage. And see, they only return one offensive lineman, and so that's got to be a major concern for them. Uh, trying to, yeah, I think that's an interesting matchup. Is Iowa State's D line without Will McDonald? How do you get pressure? against northern iowa and and you and i is going to want to throw the ball can you get can you get pressure or we haven't really brought this up this summer much at all this is a year iowa state may go back to that more exotic defense from five years ago where they're blitzing from all over the place just because they don't necessarily have that natural pass rush specialist yet but you've got some more quickness in the linebacker spot which could bring you know bring more pressure like a marcel spears used to do back in the day or bring that corner blitz like you did with with some other guys so i I think it'll be interesting to see how how iowa state switches up the defense and gives some more exotic looks with the blitz packages without will yeah that so that the first thing i had written down for us to score or for us to discuss today theo day you ran it you ran through it very well this northern iowa offense is what like in, in, we haven't seen a number yet? What is the projection of like how much can they score on Iowa State's defense? Yeah, I don't know, I and that's what I was really interesting. Yeah, I mean they they put up points last year, and again, different than the the Northern Iowa we're used to. They scored thirty three points per game, top twenty five in FCS. And what is like? I mean, if what does Iowa State have to get to to win? Yeah, I, I twenty twenty. I, I, I was thinking I'm, first team to 20, but yeah, I, I think you're looking at, I mean, could you and I pop a couple big plays? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, if you look at good running back, I nice little running back. The interesting part is I think under Haycock, I would say it's given up more than 40, only like five times total. So it's going to be really hard to score on Iowa state. The new clock rules are going to make it even more difficult. 
but they've got some weapons. I, yeah, I think first team to 20 wins the game. That's generally been the case in this series. And we'll see. I'm, I'm legitimately curious who wants to put, who wants to push tempo? Because if you look at both sides, Iowa State's priority is going to be running the ball first and foremost. Uh, I don't think Northern Iowa's going to be able to run it that well. I just don't. I just don't think they have the bodies to do it. Uh, the pass game is an equalizer, but you're trying to throw against the secondary that's maybe the best in the Big 12. So who pushes tempo? And then who wants to suck that clock down? You, you know, Northern Iowa could come with the the Bill Snyder method of limit plays, but that might not be their strength either. So I don't know. I think this is a, a fascinating contrast in styles of who wants to take the clock down because CW, you know, if you get this in a one possession game, that generally will favor the FCS team because then the, the, the power program gets tight mm-hmm. and it gets interesting. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I would say probably he's going to have to play that way this year too. So you can't just throw the ball 40 times and outskill people. And I do like their kicker. You, you pointed that yes. out. So this is one of the best kickers and potentially in all of college football. That, that Northern Iowa brings to the table. So if this is a game that that's played in the teens, uh, I mean, I haven't seen Contreras kick for Iowa state, but this kid from Northern Iowa is clearly more experienced. Made a lot of kicks. Way more reliable from, from what we know. Okay. I want to get into the Ryan Clanton part yes. of this conversation. We'll do that. I w- want to thank our friends at Kelderman manufacturing. Uh, by the way, uh, Kelderman's bringing us pizza to the tailgate lot coming up on, on Friday night. This is going to be a party. Yeah, he's bringing us pizza. Uh, Looking forward to that. Uh, Kelderman Manufacturing. So all you farmers out there, I want you to perk up your ears as you are getting ready to harvest. Uh, And I want to tell you about the Kelderman corn reel, which was invented back in 1977. This is a really nice piece of equipment. If you go to Kelderman.com, that's K-E-L-D-E-R-M-A-N.com. You can go and check out their specialty products and you can learn more about the um, all the great things that they offer for agriculture. But the down corn reel, uh, and it's the original baby going since 1977, and they can help you replace, or not replace, but they can help you save damaged corn, uh, windstorms, uh, you know, hail, anything like that. And you check them out at Kelderman.com. Huge Iowa Staters, that whole crew, Mark and the gang. Uh, they are big time supporters of what we do here at cyclonefanatic.com. Uh, Mark Farley, when asked about Ryan Clanton, I, I I don't know if I'm reading too much into it. Okay. What Can do you I say? Be a, well, okay. So Farley was fine. All the players, I watched like the propaganda piece on Northern Iowa's website. You know, cyclones.com will put out the position previews and which are great. I actually really enjoyed them this year. I thought they were the best that they've done in a long time. But the but point is, they'll never say anything critical because it's coming straight from the university, right? Sure. Like, we all sure. know what it Everybody is. Everybody gets that. Yeah. So the Northern Iowa one, like, all the offensive linemen and their things were like, oh, we're more together than ever. We understand what we're doing now more than ever. The coaches are just meshing so much more. And I'm kind of like, hey, is that a shot at our guy? Are you taking a shot at my guy? Ryan Clinton, I don't know. This is what Mark Farley had to say about it. We know him, but at the same time, he knows us. He knows about our offense and our defense, and we know about his offense. So check mark to them. He probably gives them a lot more value in their staff room. I have no idea 
who has an advantage here? I would definitely think it would be. I, I don't think I don't know if this will matter at all. Um, but he, another thing Farley said that I thought was interesting was that he's more concerned about Iowa State's changes on the offensive line and like tight end than he is at quarterback because he goes, I don't really care about. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I don't really care about their quarterback. He goes scheme wise. They have a new coordinator and a new O line coach. We really don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this, this is Iowa State's advantage. Just looking at the unknown factor, um, considering Clant was there last year, and the UNI offensive coordinator is still there. Uh, Bodie Reader is his name. Interestingly, the O line coach they hired was Rick Nelson, who was at Ankeny High as their head coach. Is now the new O line coach at at UNI. So he's well thought of. Don't get me wrong. I mean, maybe they are meshing together, but this is. If there is an advantage in the situation, it's Iowa State with Clanton knowing everything there is about that offense. And if you're Northern Iowa, you reinvent the wheel and you change everything just for one game. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that that's kind of risky considering that. But you, Farley always has something up his sleeve for this game. Northern Iowa gets way more bang for their buck by beating an Iowa State or an Iowa than they do from pretty much anything else they could do. Mm-hmm. So they're going to, this isn't going to be a, that's why Northern Iowa always plays well here is they legitimately, this is a can't lose situation for them. It, he it, also, it really is. He also took another, and again, I don't think he meant it as a shot, but if you're an Iowa Stater, you're like, ah, oh, he's twisting the knife. Farley said that this is the best game played in the state. And he, he said, if you look at the history of this game and like how close the scores are that Iowa State, Northern Iowa was the best game in the state. And I don't I don't know, again, if it was a direct shot at Cyhawk or that, well, Iowa State doesn't compete well with Iowa. So this like I couldn't. That's, kind of, that's a weird that's a weird. Story. I don't want to read into it, but that's that's kind of. But he was very positive. I mean, he, he talked about how much he loves Iowa State's fan base and how Trice is this great venue that they love. going. Like he wasn't a, he wasn't being a dick. Yeah, uh, but it was kind of like, whoa, 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 coach. What yeah. does that mean? It, interestingly, I know you guys are probably asking, is there another series? Are there games with you and I upcoming? The answer is yes. Ugh. In 2026 and 2028. So I wish they gets a two year break from them, at least. Who's next? What's the next two non-cons? Do you have those pulled up? I do. So 2024, you ready? Yeah. 2024. Nope. Nope. Okay. 2024. So this is next year is North Dakota. At okay. Iowa, Arkansas yeah. State at home. The Red Wolves. The Red Wolves. We talked about them this week. 2025, oh. get ready for this. Oh, South God. Dakota, Iowa okay. at home, at Arkansas State. Oh, we could go, go to Jonesboro. And then uh, 20. Trip. I feel like I fit right in there. 2020, yes, you would. 2026, Northern Iowa at home, at Iowa, Bowling Green at home. And okay. then 2027. South Dakota State at home, Iowa at home at Bowling Green. When did they go to Tulane? Isn't that on the schedule? Yeah, not till 2029. Uh, so Dannon's probably not even going to be there at that point. Uh, yeah, if you I, look at this, it's basically Pollard throwing a bone to a bunch of his friends. So Iowa State gets <laughs> to go to Arkansas State and Bowling Green. I mean, like, so David Harris being at Northern Iowa, like this game funds their athletic department. Yes. David Harris is, I mean, he may be the favorite to replace Jamie Pollard if, if he Jamie would on, ever, He would definitely be, would be him and Troy Dan and the Tulane, I would think, would be the two yeah, guys. Yeah, those would be the, 
probably be the two. You know, maybe who's the the small went to Valpo. He was the associate agent yeah. for a little bit. Charles Small, he's really Charles good. Small. He's sharp. But no, yeah. I think you're right. It probably would be Harris or Dannon. Because Jamie, it'd be interesting. I mean, that's another conversation. Is Jamie will get us through Sidetown, but I mean, I I think that's he's been at Iowa State for 18 years. Like, I'm not. We're not trying to kick him out. I hope he stays. I'm not for ready. A long uh, time. I'm but, not ready for a post Pollard athletic threat. I mean, what? It's crazy I'm, though. Yeah, it's it's just a long, long time. And man, I was listening to the coaches show last night, and kudos to the entire Iowa State athletic department. When Jamie started, season tickets C Dub were twenty two thousand. Now they sold just shy of 46,000 this year. So, I mean, amazing. It's coming off I mean, wins. Yeah, it's just amazing, incredible growth. And so it'll be close to a sellout Saturday. There might be a couple thousand empty seats. But to think that there's going to be 60,000 people up there after, after a four-win season just goes to show how far Iowa State's really come. And so, but also the importance of this year's big. Like you, you just can't have back-to-back four win seasons. And I think everybody realizes that you got to keep momentum in this new league. Feels it feels like the heat may keep some people away. Yeah. I think that's part of it too. Right. It's not, it's not cool. Not cooling down at all. Which I get it. Like for older people. And if you have kids and stuff like that, it, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty brutal out there. There is going to be a nice, nice wind though. It's going to be a nice South wind. I was shocked at how much watching Farley's press conference was spent talking about the heat. And like oh, how really? they outside last week, and yeah, and it, it was it was really interesting. Um, let's get through. Let's get back. Do you have anything else on on you and I before we move I, on? Because I did have a couple other depth chart notes for Iowa State that I wanted to cover here before we. Just looking at them, very inexperienced offensive line and very inexperienced at linebacker, um, and a smallish defensive line. Always coached well. Bryce Pop is still there. I mean, the guy just gets the job done year in and year out. But gosh, I don't want to make a rest. Just love Cedar Falls. Yeah, because he's he. I feels like he could have gone moved on. Yeah, like that guy. He's an elite coach. He could coach anywhere he wants. And those those positions, yeah. The position coaches at that level. He's just a position coach, right? He's just a position coach. Yeah, Yeah. Johnson's their defensive coordinator. But those guys, you'd be surprised. Um, You really better love football if you're coaching at that level because the pay is not great. Well, that's what I'm saying. Pop, like, I feel like could be a, at least a, divis- a defensive coordinator at the D1. Or totally FBS. agree. Totally agree. And then that Jeremiah Johnson, who's their defensive coordinator, has been awesome for a long time, and he's been there a, a while. So, good question. I, maybe they just love it there. I think it's an interesting year for you and I. Supposedly, their their talent's a little bit better. They, they went 6-5 and five a year ago. Um, but how, who, wants to, who wants to dictate terms early in this game? I would say better be able to run the ball. And I don't want to make a referendum on the offensive line in one game, but <laughs> well, it's if it sucks, then we're going to come out and be like, "Well, you know, you make the most uh, jump from week one." Oh yeah, week. we got it. We got we got them ready to go, buddy. One way or another. Uh, okay, so want to run through a couple of notes on Iowa State's depth chart. They they come out with the five oars at running back. Feels to me like Harris is probably the farthest away from playing. He's at the bottom. I don't know if you read into that, but from what I understand, I've been told all five running backs will will play this yeah. year. I think um, it's gonna. I think doesn't it just feel like it's Norton and Sanders, and then you know, best case scenario, they're productive, and then if not, you can trickle down to the other guys. 
Yeah, and, and just I, you, you start with those two, um, but Hanson and Sama have been so good that they're going to be, you know, they're going to be pushing. So, I will you see all five Saturday? I, I doubt it. I think it's Norton. Yeah, I think you try Norton and Sanders. It's a change of pace, and then see how it goes. Other notes that I took from the depth chart was, I, I thought it was interesting. I'm not really obsessed with this, but fans love guys that are ranked highly. And Greg Gaines, the wide receiver, was was not on here. Uh, he was a what a four star guy when when he signed. Yep. And then it was it was interesting. Matt almost went out of his way to point him out during his press conference yesterday that he's good. So I I, I don't know what that means. I I'm not even trying to. I haven't heard his name at all and during camp. I'm not. I mean, I don't talk to everybody. I don't sure. know everything. He is not – it's not been in like a guy who I've heard like, oh, wow, he's he's really making some po- – did you have a read on that? And the reason I asked yeah. – I wouldn't spend time on this, but the fans – I've had like five people ask me on Twitter about Greg Gaines. Yeah, he's like the – he's the new Joe Skates, right? Where it's like, Where, where's Greg Gaines? Uh, here's oh, what I'll yeah. say. Uh, I think depending on how Iowa State wants to play, we'll also have a big percentage of playing time for the receiver position. You know, if Iowa State is going to do the two and three tight ends, it just takes a, re- a receiver or two off the field. And Gaines plays the same position as as Higgins, and Higgins is just ahead of him. So, And then uh, you I, have like a 26-year-old in Daniel Jackson. Right. And you've got Aiden Bitter's been there a long time. Now, maybe not in the same position. Yeah. So you, you've got – I don't – you don't, don't write it off Greg Gaines. I, I do think the receiver position is super interesting because there's a bunch of redshirt freshmen, Gaines, Essex, Adams – that were all highly thought of coming in last year and they're still getting some buzz, but you've also had some of those older, older guys keep getting better. The bitters, the Jacksons, the, the Higgins is a little bit older. Dimitri Stanley's still around. So it's, it's kind of one of those positions where you, obviously it's not going to go four wide and only so many guys can play at once. I don't know if that's a negative on great gains, but if Higgins is as good as, as they claim he is, then it's going to be tough to keep that guy off the field. Higgins. Yeah defensively boy when you see it on paper as far as the depth in the secondary and trevon howard is a guy who i know we've both been hearing has really come on he's behind bo freiler for those who haven't seen it this is um this is the best secondary in iowa state history brent i think last year probably was but man and you lose anthony johnson who just makes the packers by the way congratulations yeah congrats Yep, Hutch made the 53 man for the Texans. Yep. But it's like, man, you look at this and they're just freaking loaded. They're I mean they they're loaded on the back end of that defense. And there's some guys that haven't even played yet that are really good. Guys like Howard and uh, Brent, Thompson. Darian yeah. Porter is a guy who yeah. many think will have a shot to play in the NFL and he has barely played at Iowa State. Facts. Facts, which that's really good. That really helps your special teams, by the way. And I, that's where I think for Iowa State, the the heat will be a, actually an okay thing. I mean, you'll be able to – they're going to run a bunch of defensive guys out there. I, I think that's the one thing with what you always did on the D-line, which you did at linebacker. They always are moving guys in and out. And the fact that you don't necessarily have stalwarts there, you know, Dom Orange can't play every down in 95-degree heat. You're going to see a lot of bodies. So there's, you better get your rosters out. Uh, but if the good news on the defensive end is you got depth there. Um, so yeah, I secondary is just got guy. And then you got like a, a preferred walk on C dub who comes in and, and makes the two deep uh, in a loaded position, which just goes to show how good is it drew, uh, 
Stur- not Sturgis or I mean he's yeah. he's going to be a really good player. He'll get a scholarship someday. And I I also had heard too another uh, nugget that I was given is that John Tess Williams and Terrell Crosby both had great camps. Redshirt freshman yep. corners, two corners. And they they were they were put in there yep. as a backup to TJ Tampa with a big fat or next to them in classic Matt Campbell style. <laughs> then you still have Verdon and Cooper. I mean, it, it is just it is a really really good group, and everyone's swear, up to see them. Yeah, and I, I swear too that that defense changed when when those guys started getting things up last year too, like they were good even after it, but for Don, especially I thought last year when he went down, it was like a little bit of a difference. He's one of those guys. You're like, that's an NFL player. Like you yeah. just, that that's what one looks like. Uh, he's, he's got all the ability in the world and it's fun that you still have a Cooper and a, and a, a Freeler ahead of him potentially. Uh, last Last thank you here to our friend uh, Jeremy Danielson. I'm, be- I'm guessing we'll see Jeremy and the boys running around Trice coming up on San- uh, on Saturday. DanielsonLaw.com is where you can find them. That's D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-Law.com. If you are traveling, I thought about this last week when I was in Vegas for work. They do remote online notarizations. This is brilliant. I love forward-thinking companies. So it's, you can get your real estate closing documents notarized from anywhere in the world. Uh, Danielsonlaw.com, D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-Law.com. You don't have to use the lawyers that your real estate agent tells you. You can use a great cyclone like Jeremy and his wife, Sarah. Let's do um, final predictions for this game, Bloom. I, I just have a, like... Every year with these Northern Iowa games, all summer long, I'm like, oh, God, I hate that game. I hate yeah. playing North. And then, you, yep. and then we start digging in. And like Wednesday of this week, I'm like, yeah, I think Iowa State will win by double digits. I think that uh, they're the better Every team. <laughs> you know, you're breaking it down and they got the size advantage. They should win this game. And then when kickoff comes in Northern Iowa, just like, stuffs you in the first possession. You're like, what in the hell was I thinking? This is going to be an absolute dogfight. I think every Iowa State fan listening to this understands that feeling. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, am I confident? I mean, Iowa State will be a double-digit favorite when that comes out, but is anybody confident? No, nobody's. There's too many question marks. There's just way yeah. too many question marks. Like, it, you get excited, you're optimistic, all that good stuff. We have seen this game before. And so I know I'm, I like, I what I, I like what Iowa State has. I like the matchup. I actually think if Iowa State is going to match up with you and I team, this is a good one to match up against because they are a little limited depth wise in the offense and defensive lines. And that's where you should be better yeah. as a power five program. But am I confident? Absolutely not. We've seen, I I've seen far stranger things happen. Far stranger. Yeah. I, I think right now, if I had to, it's, it's just Wednesday. I'm not going to give out a score. I put Iowa State by like 10. You know, maybe you get a cheap, but I, I just, I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll see. I, like my co-host on Iowa everywhere, Chris Hassel thinks Iowa state's going to blitz them. He thinks that like, this is the year and his reasoning is because the expectations are so low. I, but I, I haven't necessarily thought like in the past, Iowa state has overlooked Northern Iowa. No. I never had that feeling. It's just, they always have really great game plans and Farley's a really good coach and they spend all summer getting ready for it. And, and, credit to them it's not an excuse for iowa state 
Northern Iowa is always ready for this game. So I just I can't see this being a blowout of any sort. Yeah, I mean, I, again, we haven't – turnovers will dictate a lot. I mean, Iowa State has turned it over a couple of times against Northern Iowa to keep them in games. and Can't do that. Absolutely cannot do that. And then, Chris, I think it's pretty simple. Can Iowa State run the ball? Mm-hmm. Uh, Air Force Air Force blew out you and I last year in the opening game. Air Force runs the ball very well. We all know this. Air Force ran for 580 yards against Northern Iowa. Obviously, it's not running for 500 <laughs> yards against Northern well, Iowa. Actually, Farley was asked about that, and he said that he would rather play Iowa State because Air Force is just such a hard Different. team to prepare for. Where he's like, for sure, Iowa State is like more of like a normal football team. But but the point is, if you can push them around up front, you don't need to to do anything else, and the game could get one sided. How bad does Clanton want this one? I wonder. I don't know. Like it, it felt weird to me. That you need to go and watch this. Like I, I know I'm very like I'm probably just being like sensitive Iowa State guy. It felt targeted to me. I'll, I'll say this: I feel a lot better motivation wise ahead of this game than I did two years ago when Iowa State was top ten in the nation and just kind of was looking beyond. That everything. was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, there's yeah. no there's no 35 point spreads here. I actually think like in that one scenario the gambling thing probably helps cuz these guys are just so tired of like people doubting them and saying then talking about Hunter Deckers and like in that one that one aspect of it that's probably a good thing. I I think the you if you're going into a season you want to be if looking at ahead of you and I you want to be coming off a four win season then a 10 win season. Because there is, there's absolutely no reason you should be looking past this. Absolutely none. You throw in the Clanton factor. You throw in all the new faces. Uh, everyone's ready to get on the field. So I don't – this isn't um, – you, you don't have to worry about overhype here. That's for sure. No, I like I, to set – the more – and I do this – I, I realize I do this every year at this point of the week. But I like I like the setup going into Saturday. I do. For what it's worth, I, I – Probably doesn't get enough play. I, I like looking at these ratings too. Northern Iowa is the twentieth ranked team in FBS going into this football game. Their their conference has South Dakota State is number one, North Dakota State is number two, North Dakota is number eighteen. So they they are in the best league for sure in FBS, and they they've got all that. But none of, none of that's ever changed. I'm I'm just always interested in that. I don't yeah, know. What I that mean- means. If Northern Iowa plays in the MAC, they finish in the top half of the MAC. Yes. So it's a good. It, yeah, you know, and I, portals change these FCS teams too. It has. Yep, and they've got they've got some Division One guys, including the quarterback. I just five they can run the ball. Then their quarterback would start for half the teams in FBS. Oh, for yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not a question on talent for him. It's just I I would be concerned if I'm them about their offensive line and. What do you think? What do you think the professional will have cooked up? I mean, you go after him right away. I mean, the other the other part of here, C Dub, is you and I, I have a, a huge question mark at backup quarterback. Nobody's played at that. Role, I would at the absolutely backup, so. get after their ass. I think you. He'll. What, they'll. You, I'll tell you exactly what'll happen. The first drive, you'll. Iowa State will hold him three and out because Farley's going to want to get him settled in, and then Iowa State will do whatever. I have no idea on offense. And then Northern Iowa will have a good drive. Like they're going to go 40, 50 yards, kick a field goal. 
or score a touchdown or whatever, and then the professor clamps down. Clamps down. With, uh, That's exactly it, how it will happen. Okay. I'll, I'll hold you to it. Interestingly, the one time in the last ten years, special teams don't let them return a kick. Well, that's what I'm worried about. The game in 17 that Iowa State won 42 to 21 against these guys, it actually started horribly for Iowa State. It was uh, I don't remember who the quarterback was. Eli Dunn, I want to say, 85 yeah. yards right down the field was just like wasn't it zigging and zagging and i was like oh my and i was doing the game on tv i'm like this is not gonna go well and then i would say it scored two defensive touchdowns in the first half that'll help do that that changes the game a uh, the Jance game oh my the goodness uh, Where, brock purdy had to recover on that remember game if, if brock purdy had to recover that fumble in overtime or else oh, i remember that wasn't that long ago was that at I least don't you don't have to worry about game day coming to the Seahawks game again. <laughs> That's a true. Like, isn't that a plus? Ashton Kutcher is far away. Yeah, where's Eric uh, Church? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. I look back uh, on that now and realize how embarrassing that it's is. Probably who would have been? It probably would have been like Jelly Roll or somebody. Now, isn't that guy famous? What about the guy who does the juicy wiggle? Couldn't he come in? And... Nah, I don't think Red Food's big what about, enough. No. What about Neil Diamond? Who's the big country guy now? That's like number one in Apple iTunes. Like, what's well, George Strait? He's singing country music. No, it's uh, Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. Yeah, yeah he's, he's kind of a big Oklahoma deal now. Okay, it didn't he's matter to Eric Church. The Eric Church still came up here. Yeah, he's a freaking North Carolina fan. <laughs> so let's fly him into Ames. Hung over as shit. Unreal. Unreal. But hey, it, it, it really is a slap in the face to Iowa State that they did that. And then the Kutcher Oh, the one. Ashton was worse. Kutcher was yeah. way worse. Yeah. Like, you, you had Seneca right there. Like, the like, and they used him, but it's like, anyway. Well, let's get after it. If you see Bloom and I, we will be in the lots. Uh, we had a couple of fans that have asked us to come by their tailgates on Friday night, and I plan to get to as many as I can to meet as many of you as possible. Um, we are going to also be at a Wiffles Hybrids event coming up on Saturday. Yep. Wiffles has a tent and they have invited Brent and I to go and shake hands and kiss babies. I believe it's us and Kim Reynolds <laughs> that are going to be at this Who, thing. Who's got the bigger crowd tonight? I am speaking to the AVMA, uh, the Iowa veterinarians association. So look at us. We're just, we're just making the rounds. I, I'm talking. This is funny. You'll laugh at this at a at a digital media symposium with the Ivy called to business next I month. Why did they ask you? How did I not get an invite? Because because uh, nil, buddy. Like we uh, did the new the new uh, influencer marketing. It's incredible. Yeah. What, literally, get- like that's how I make a living is influencer marketing. I was like, come on. It's uh, not my influence. It's TJ Campbell's influence. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just you, look. Look at us. We they tried to kick us out, and we just we just keep showing up. They're the. Yeah. <laughs> it is just funny, like the whole like. I guess I'll speak to the veterinarians. I don't know what they. I don't, I don't know what, what, what you can say for me, but yeah, I'll I'll come and hang out with y'all. That's my your... kind of people, though. It's going to be like dudes on a golf. It's after their golf outing. They're all going to be out there in their overalls. It's going to be a good time. Well, just get him some Ames Lager, and they'll they'll, they'll love you. Uh, real quick, have you heard any updates on? Because I here's the thing, I really want, I want a bunch for the weekend, and I still haven't had it, and I I haven't been able to find it. Sales have been so good that they're trying to keep up. 
long story short, it has been an unbelievable couple of days for the We Will Collective. And I don't know exact numbers. I don't want to overstep. But man, if this continues, guys, it's going to make a monster impact on what we're trying to do. And they are trying to get it out there. I think they had a bunch of new shipments go out yesterday, Good. today, tomorrow. So just give them, be patient. Yeah. It takes a while to get a, Beer I could have told up, you this so. was going to happen. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. And I apologize if you're not able to get. Well, it's you know, nobody's fault. It's just yeah. Iowa State fans are. You tell them like, hey, and I, I get the whole like, I've been very upfront with you, and I understand why some people be like, no, I'm not donating more money. I'm already paying for parking. I'm already. I, I understand it all. But man, you give them this option now to buy beer, and coffee. To, to support it and they're gonna buy the shit out of this stuff and they're not gonna stop we got we got other things down the pike i just told you about <laughs> oh, the, these oh. new these new ideas that you're cooking up oh man we need a hey uh real quick two words and then i'll let everybody breakfast burrito okay that's what i want Ooh. what about you do that for me what about a breakfast a we will breakfast pizza yes okay i'm working on it Stay no, tuned, everybody. Home. Stay tuned. No, but thank you, everybody. Uh, should be a fun day, and let's hope it's a stress-free fourth quarter. Yeah, no, no kidding, no doubt about that. But yeah, reach out if you see Britt and I on yes, Friday. Please night, do. Say, we, we'd love to yeah. take pictures or shake your hand and thank you for listening to the podcast. So he I is. To, uh, I, I got to thank him real quick. Uh, uh, friend of the program, Terry, reached out this morning. Lives in Milwaukee area. And said that we are his lifeline in Big Ten country, and he just wanted to thank us. Oh, so, very yeah. nice. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Terry. Uh, appreciate all of you guys for listening. Remember, you can watch now as well on YouTube. Uh, that would be awesome if you would subscribe to that. And then we always can use positive reviews and uh, ratings and all that stuff wherever you listen to the podcast. So he's Brent Bloom. My name is Chris Williams. We will see you guys out there on Saturday. Later. <laughs>